Good afternoon, Acadiana. Welcome aboard. You tuned in to Kane Radio's Chip Shots. One hour of golf talk. I'm Teddy Sliman, PGA Golf Pro and salesperson here at Kane Radio. Looking forward to, uh, to talking about an hour of golf. Let's thank our sponsors for moving along too fast. Our title sponsors, Coca-Cola Bottling Company of Lafayette. Mr. Lee Tatford is the manager there. We appreciate his sponsorship of Chip Shots, along with all other sporting events we do here. They jump on board and are our title sponsor for all our sporting events here and sports shows here at Kane Radio. Golfballs.com, located in Lafayette on Arnold Boulevard. Anything you want in golf, you can find it there. They have a huge showroom uh, where you can try out their golf clubs. Their uh, latest, uh, in addition, <coughs> latest edition of uh, any golf club. You know, they have demonstrators there, and you can hit into their simulator. All the big-name brands are there. And then you can peruse around their showroom and... Uh, if you want to buy some hard goods or soft goods, they have a, a lot of uh, merchandise there on hand. Golfballs.com, Arnold Boulevard, Lafayette. We appreciate their sponsorship. And, of course, our local golf clubs. Without them, as we always say, we never have any local golf news. So uh, I love to promote local golf in our community here. And so uh, we appreciate Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and Chafalaya. Let's start out with Bellevue. They had a dog fight recently. And it was just that, a dog fight. First place was a tie between three players. Brandon Burdett, Doug Robichaud. I'm sorry, that it's first place was a, a three-man dog fight. Brandon Burdett, Doug Robichaud, and Mike Cap. Each shot plus five. So uh, they tied for first place. Some pretty good players there. Brandon Burdett is the son of Ty, who owns a golf course. Doug Robichaud, another good player. Mike Cap, a really solid player. Tied for fourth was Jonah Cerna, Ty Burdett, and Bob McDaniels. Low growth score was by Mike Cap at minus 270. And Brandon and Doug shot even poor. Good day there for them. Then down at Eagle Ridge, the Acadiana Pro-Am was played uh, a couple of weeks ago. A few weeks ago, as a matter of fact. They had 122 players, and that's awesome. Thanks to Doug Beard for uh, coming up with the idea of letting players play two days in the week, which uh, helps out a lot because, uh, you, as we know, we can get a rain-out day and then you lose a Pro-Am. And they didn't. They had a rain-out day but moved it. From Wednesday, from Tuesday to Wednesday, and got in both days. So 122 players showed up. Uh, the winners were Glenn Champo, Barry Bolner, Brian Williams, and uh, Will Baudouin, plus nine, winning $140 each. Redeemable at golfballs.com. Second place, Corey Hewler, Mitch Guillory, Andrew Walker, and John Gibbons, plus eight, winning $100. And third place was Bobby Deloney, Keith Romero, Avia McLaughlin, and Kyle Hargrave. Plus five for the team, and they won $60. The individual players, Bobby Deloney, A player, was plus seven. Dwayne Perry, B player, was plus eight. Doug Robichaud, C player, was plus six. And James Morris, 
Deep player was plus seven. Sugar Oaks is going to host the next edition of the Kadiata Pro-Am, and that's going to be tomorrow. And once again, multiple days can be played. We know that there's an 80% chance of rain on Wednesday, so we're going to try to play. Well, tomorrow looks beautiful. We're going to play Tuesday and hopefully Thursday, the 7th and 9th as well. And uh, looking forward to that, playing with Doug tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Then also at Sugar Oaks, they have week, weekly specials, Monday and Tuesday, 9 or 18 holes, only $22. And their Wednesday special is uh, $31. Play as many holes as you want all day long for only 31 bucks. You can't beat that. That's the price of a court at most places. And then some of their MGA results. They have a strong MGA. Their members like to contribute and play. And uh, thanks to... Uh, Mr. Robert Burton for getting me this uh, information. He does that by text, and I appreciate it. And so uh, on the point system, Olin Granger won it all. Front back at 18, he was plus 20. That's total points. And then they had a shootout, and uh, blind draw for partners. Olin Granger and Kyle Mesh tied Paul Olivier and Roger Bassani on the front with plus 19. Then went in the back in the 18. Olin Granger and Kyle Mesh, plus 44 total points. And winning their skins, Glenn Dupuy, Kyle Mesh, Olin Granger, and Kevin Ledford. Then next they had a, a blind draw using the players' points. It was a shootout, but blind draw, which is pretty cool. That's kind of like how we run our program. You have your set points that you need to make, and then we blind draw for the team. So you don't know which team you're on, and uh, therefore you have to try your heart out throughout the round. So winning in the front was Mark Ami and Nicky Melanson, 23 total points. Kevin Ledford and Mark Ami won the back with 26 points, and then Ami and Melanson won the total with 45 points. Then the Gator Golf Club stemming out of Sugar Oaks. Most of their members in the Gator Golf Club are also members out at Sugar Oaks. And... Uh, their season-ending points, where they accumulated points for the whole year. You have to play in at least 10 tournaments to qualify for this. And, of course, they win cash at the end of the year. And uh, first place went to Glenn Dupuy in the first flight. Second place, he was plus three for the entire year. Plus one was Heath Boudreaux, finishing second. And then third place, Tim Hoffpower, minus three. Then in the second flight, First place went to uh, Brian Broussard. He was plus 10. Second place, Tony Viator, plus 7. And then there was a tie for third. Mitch Thibodeau and Kevin Booty at plus 6. Still waiting for Boyd Booty to get me the schedule for this coming year. I'm sure he's working diligently on that. Must be having some trouble because he usually gets, gets it to me by now. Then moving on down to Cane Row. They got twilight rates as well, $30. Uh, Wednesday have a special as well, and they've been very busy uh, with that. But uh, to be a member is a big perk and a big advantage. It's only $142 a month. You get 20% discount on all soft goods, 10% off of all hard goods. And here's the big one. Since they've been so busy, it's, uh, it takes a long time to play to hold the golf if you uh, tee off and get behind a, a slow group, right? So this way, you can book your tee time one week in advance if you're a member, whereas non-members can do it the day before. 
and uh, it's a big help if you want to play a timely round of golf. Additionally, they charge a handicap for you according to the uh, Louisiana Golf Association's handicap system. That comes in handy if you like to play in uh, certain tournaments that uh, require handicaps and are sponsored by uh, the state association. Additionally, they, uh, they have a, a strong MGA with a bunch of tournaments coming up, which I'll talk about in a minute. Raymond Bernard is the president of that. And so they waive your dues for the MGA, and that's a big plus as well. Now, we all know that uh, Kane Row is licensed to sell UL logoed merchandise with the Raging Cajun logo on it. So you might want to, even if you're not a member, you can go in there and peruse that golf shop and shop around and see if they have any UL merchandise that you might want to pick up for a loved one or a friend. And then while you're doing that, all their hats, caps, and visors are only 20 bucks, and uh, there's a 25% discount on all shirts and, and outerwear as they're getting in a new shipment of merchandise for the spring, trying to clear out their old stuff in there. And uh, by the way, it's too late now, but uh, Cane Row was open today, and it's a nice gesture for them to open up because... Uh, so many days were closed last week and the week before because of rain and cold weather. And uh, <coughs> so they opened up on a Monday when they usually don't. And that's a good gesture and good scene there. And then this coming Thursday at noon, Callaway Golf is going to be having a demo and fitting day out at Cane Row. So at noon, you can go out there. I think it might last for three hours or so. Uh, but if you want to get fitted, it's probably a good idea to call 367-0863. That's the pro shop there. And uh, they'll give you more information. I'm sure you can't just walk up and get fitted. You can walk up and try their clubs and, uh, and their newest equipment in woods and irons. And, uh, but to get fitted, that's a different story. Then upcoming, I said, uh, we'll talk about this, the MGA, this coming Saturday, February 11th. It's Super Bowl weekend, right? So they're going to have a two-man Super Bowl scramble. Tea times in the morning. It's $40 if you're a member, $70 if you're not a member. Two-man scramble. Then Saturday, uh, February 25th, Karen Crow Golf Association, which is similar to the Gator Golf Club, they're having a tournament out at Cane Row with tea times. That's Saturday and Sunday. <coughs> and then Saturday and Sunday, March 11th and 12th, the U.S. AAA Junior Golf Tournament will be held there. Robert Boudreaux is the tournament director of that. He also does high school calendar of schedule for the high schools, and I'll be getting to that when we talk about junior golf. Continuing with the uh, schedule for events out at Cane uh, Row, Saturday, April 15th. That's tax day, but it won't be this year because it's on a Saturday. The MGA three-man scramble, 8 o'clock shotgun start, 125 per player. Might have to play in that one. And then finally on, uh, <coughs> excuse me, April 24th, that's a Monday, the Fire Chiefs Golf Tournament will be held, the uh, 50th annual LFCA Golf Tournament. It's, uh, it's going to be at Cane Row, uh, Guy Bonanz, our Fire Chief, and uh, Four persons play. It's not really a tournament. It's just uh, like they have an annual conference, and so they want to play a little golf, so they just throw it together at the last minute. But this year they're, uh, they're, they're asking you to register beforehand, so they're getting a little more serious about their event. 
Then the uh, Lafayette Men's Golf Association, uh, headed up by Mr. Lawson Ruley. You don't have to be a Lafayette resident to play in this. It's, uh, it's an association similar to the Gator Golf Club and the Karen Crow and Scott Golf Associations. It's $25 to join that club, uh, which includes a crawfish ball in the spring and a Christmas party in December. And uh, once again, you don't have to be a resident of Lafayette, just uh, an avid senior golfer. They play on the second and fourth Tuesday of the month, each month. And uh, that the second Tuesday of the month, their out-of-town event, and the last one played was at Southern Oaks in Abbeville. And the top finishers in that was, number one, Harris Terrio teamed up with Neil Olivier, shooting plus eight. Second place, Louis Domingue and Myron Rodrigue, plus five. In third place, Greg Gotro and Randy McDaniels, minus one. And then that Tuesday, fourth Tuesday of the month, was played at the home course, which was Lafayette Muni, right there on Mud Avenue. And they did what uh, with the guys at Sugar Oaks do, the MGA at Sugar Oaks. They do the front, back, and 18. And the top finishers in that was Brian Dugas and Randy Leger at even par. Tied for second and third was Jay Frederick and Joe Bass, along with Robert Boudreaux and Sid Thibodeau. That's about the way I read it. Okay, my Gulf States PGA section. I'm a member of the Gulf States PGA. Gulf States meaning Louisiana and Mississippi. They, they are chapters, and together they comprise one section, which there are 39 sections of PGA that were as 28,000 PGA golf pros in the United States of America, along with 39 sections. So like Louisiana and Mississippi combined to form one section called the Gulf State section. And they recently had the uh, 2023 Mackle Cup named after Frank Mackle, who was a dear friend of mine and who passed away years ago. In fact, he died on the 9-11. He was a pro, a longtime pro at City Park and Lakewood. But the uh, Louisiana pros played the Mississippi pros, uh, and that was Saturday uh, the 15th and Monday the 16th played at Bayou Oaks and Metairie Country Club, 14 players on each team, and Louisiana was victorious, winning 40-23. to 23. Former, They were led by former LSU players Emlyn Aubrey, Blaine Pate, and former UL standout player Greg Sonier, who is also our player of the year. Next event for... Louisiana Gulf State section is going to be the Jana King Series uh, Championship, and it's going to be played at Wind Dance in Mississippi, and that's going to be on the 13th of February. Let me pike up my mic here and get Boxcar as he just walked in on air. Hello there, my friend. Hey, how's it going, man? So far, so good. And you? Oh, beautiful day today. Finally got a few days of sunshine in a row, so... Maybe the courses will start drying out. Yeah, we'll talk off air, but uh, we play in tomorrow in the Pro-Am if uh, there's any chance you could play with me and Doug. Just got to know uh, what time because uh, yeah, some... we'll we'll figure it out. Okay. But you're welcome to play. Wow. I'd like to see you get back to playing, you know? Well, I would too. I mean, I've, I've uh, traded uh, – well, bought um, <coughs> one, two, four sets of clubs in the last uh, – couple of months and haven't hit any of them i've sold <laughs> three of them so far wheeled and dealed huh make a little 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 money you know I, I don't know if you were listening but uh callaway's having a demo day at cane road this coming thursday and uh you, you need to go out there and well, uh, no, try I, them out I, I, you know i'm not a new 
club well, guy. You can still, still just, hit him. No, uh, uh, Jerome needs to go out. Uh, that's that's his brand. Cal- I've never been. Well, not, you know. Yeah. I okay. mean, no, they're a good brand. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I just never have played their clubs very much. But um, okay. that's good. I, I'm glad uh, to see that. You know, that used to be a. A popular thing back in the day, the demo days, and, and um, uh, you know, hopefully, if Callaway is successful over there, then, then maybe we'll see Ping and Titleist and exactly. Taylor Made and some of the others uh, follow suit. You know, we certainly hope so. Then on the junior golf scene, my grandson Drew is going to team up with Dax Rayo. That's Jonathan Rayo's son, who Jonathan played all his golf at uh, Tri Parish in the day. They're going to play in the Sam Burns four ball on the 25th and 26th of this month at Squire Creek. And then, uh, of course, that schedule is pretty big. Uh, the LGA teamed up with the Louisiana, with the South Texas, rather, PGA, and formed two tournaments along the uh, Louisiana-Texas state border. The uh, Lake Charles Spring, Spring Classic is going to be played at Contraband Bayou Golf Course in March. And then the Fall Classic is going to be played at the uh, newly renovated Mallard Cove in November. Then also the PGA, Gulf States PGA Junior Championships, going to be played in June at Diamond Head in Mississippi on the Cardinal course. And then Mr. Robert Boudreaux has just come out with a high school golf schedule. Fourteen teams are going to participate in the Lafayette Golf League, and seven clubs will be uh, used to uh, play for their play. They have three tournaments at different courses on all the Wednesdays in February and March. Uh, leading up to the the state championship or the boys' varsity and awards is going to be played at Kane Row on April 13th. And uh, the first match is this Wednesday, and for Lafayette High, which is my grandson Drew, it's going to be played at Eagle Ridge. Of course, that's uh, 80% not going to happen because of the rain. But, yeah, uh, that's only too good. <laughs> yeah. And then a box score, my... Um, my son, Theodore, you know, of course, he's a UL golf coach, which we'll talk about in a bit. But uh, he brought uh, my second grandson, Grant, to a basketball game. Grant's big into basketball. He's in the eighth grade. He plays with a bunch of guys. I say a bunch. I think four or five other players from uh, his, his school. And uh, two of the players, and so Theodore brought them all to the game. And uh, they got a treat after to get to go in the locker room and, and mill around with the players after they beat Marshall. But this astounded me. Theodore told me this morning when we were talking uh, on the phone that two of the players had never, ever seen the Cajun Dome. Oh, really? And that's that something. That's hard to believe, you know. I mean, yeah. certainly uh, a lot of them are underprivileged there that, you know, that pick up the game of basketball mm-hmm. and uh but it just astounded me. But uh, what a treat for those two kids, not oh, only yeah. to go to the game and see the excitement, because I know they had over 5,000 people at and that the, game. The, the Cajun Chicken made his return. Cajun um, Chicken made his return, yes. No, and, and, and the Cajuns are having an excellent season. I think they're 20-4 and four now after starting oh. off 0-2 uh, uh, for the season. So, uh, you know, um, if, if they can continue the success, I mean, they, they, they'll have to win the Sun Belt Tournament more than likely to – get an NCAA bid but um, certainly right now have a have a really good chance and if you end up uh, being the number one seed which <laughs> they would be right now you you have a buy in, in I think until the semifinals or the or at least the quarterfinals so man that, that is exciting and and you yeah. know that's I remember back in the day uh, Ted um, uh, Sheriff uh, Mike Horst I think it was Mike Horst no he was a DA um, 
but he used to sponsor. I used to go to a lot of the ice skaters games because uh-huh. uh, Cody really loved that. And um, at every ice skaters game, he had a whole section. And I say a whole section. I, I guess about fifty. You know, you say kids, different kids that they would sponsor, give free tickets to mm-hmm. for every one of those games, every home game. You know, and and uh, and like you said, it was all all kids who wouldn't have been able to afford that otherwise. You know, and right. And I think. This would be a great thing, you know, if more of the, the uh, sporting events. Look, let's be honest. Even 5,000 in the Cajun Dome, you still have 7,000 empty seats, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, it, it's, I think, like, all the high school, middle school basketball teams ought to get some some chances to go to those games for free, you know? And, and uh, of course, you know, you invite a kid for free, and their parents are going to probably, you know, buy a ticket to go with them. Yeah. But, you know, even at the Zurich Classic, I mean, let the kids in free. I mean, don't charge them a ticket. I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a good, a good idea there. And, uh, you know, you, you're helping a kid to see, you know, what, what sport they want to get into, you know. Maybe, right. maybe that spurred those two kids that's never even seen the Cajun Dome. Maybe it's spurring them on to, to work hard and become a good basketball player. Maybe someday play for the Cajuns. Who knows? Well, that's what you, you, you want to, you know, keep your – your hometown kids interested in your hometown product, you know, and, exactly. and um, that's, that's really, really a good, great gesture. All right. Well, back to golf. The Raging Cajuns start up their um, spring schedule this coming week, February 13th and 14th. They're going to Mobile Bay Intercollegiate, of course, in Mobile, Alabama. And then uh, here's an interesting story, Box Corner, I know you're going to like. Ditto uh, has a player called Milan, who is from South Africa, and uh, along with Dylan Keating, who is the transfer from uh, Ireland by way of Illinois. Well, <clears throat> Gary Players helped Milan out as he was a kid growing up, you know, and, and uh, he met him, and I, I don't know in which capacity he helped him, but uh, Milan, in fact, FaceTimed him back and forth as he came to, uh, to the Cajuns and, and started his uh, college career. But Player uh, arranged for Milan, and you're going to know more about this than me, uh, Milan and Dylan to uh, get fitted in New Orleans on s- Saturday with PXG. Oh, yeah. That's an expensive club, That's right? big-time big expensive, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, well, go ahead. No, no, I mean, Gary Player is, is one of their, um, you know, brand be, ambassadors now. Oh, he is? Okay. Yeah, and, um, uh, but, but, yeah, that's the company started by uh, a gentleman named Bob Parsons. And, um, you know, people kind of looked at him like he was crazy, to get into the golf business when he did, you know, because it was kind of a very competitive market. And, and it's it's so hard to break in with a, a brand you never heard of before, you know. Mm-hmm. But he had a unique marketing strategy. Um, it was it was definitely high end. It, it was not available in retail stores. You cannot go walk into the Golf Connection. You can't go walk into GolfBalls.com and buy PXGs. They don't exist there. Mm-hmm. You can only buy them. They, they own their own chain of retail stores. They're very scattered throughout the U.S., but most of it's just done online. It's uh, it, 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 they, they will fly you up there. They, they'll do a package where they fly you to their facility and do a custom fitting, you know, for you. And, and, and but, but yeah, I mean, they're they're top, you know, their best set, sets of irons probably run about twenty five hundred. Um, uh, set of woods is going to run you an extra twelve hundred or so. Uh, putters run about 400 yeah no it's but it's all american made everything's here nothing's done in china 
uh, outsourced or anything. And the guy himself, he's, a, uh, I think, a Marine combat veteran. He gives an awesome uh, discount to um, uh, active military, retired military, and first responders. They get their, their, their equipment at cost, basically, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, you, you, you'd like to see that kind of stuff. You know? So he's uh, – uh, and look, man, he's, he's put together a pretty impressive stable. He started – Kind of with uh, on the LPGA tour, they had a lot of uh, uh, you know uh, P- PXG's uh, ambassador, so to speak. But on the PGA tour, he's gained a, a pretty good little stable there, and um, uh, on the Corn Ferry tour as well. So, well, yeah, Gary Play arranged for them That's to get awesome. fitted in New Orleans, and Oof. they had to leave at five thirty in the morning Saturday. Wow. So. Uh, so, so and thanks, uh, Theodore emailed Gary Player and told him, you know, thanks for, for arranging that. Uh-huh. And, uh, and G- Gary Player emailed him back, and, and here's, here's the email. He says, it's a pleasure to help Milan. I admire your university coaches so much, body, mind, and soul. We have to teach young people gratitude and manners. I hope to meet you one day. Whoa. I am 87 years old, still leg pressing 300 pounds. <laughs> he had to throw that in. <laughs> Wait, I'm not, I'm not through. <laughs> He's pretty proud, too. Oh, huh? yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he said, and the treadmill at max and hundreds of sit-ups, and I've broken my age 3,063 times in a row. <laughs> God bless America. Kind regards, Gary Player. All right. Well, well. <laughs> But Theodore you know, said he, he, he might someday love, get to Lafayette. I love, I love that. You know, no, uh, really. Now, I will say, if you want to, uh, you know, besides hitting the ceremonial uh, first tee shot at Augusta, finish the other 17 holes, and then let me know if you still break your, your age. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sure he's riding in the cart. <laughs> um, but, no, I didn't even talk about walking. I'm just talking about the length of the course now, you know. Oh, but, um, he, he can't walk those hills. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, the guy, he's a, a – phys- He's, he's a always been a fitness physical, f- Yeah, fit- and, and, you know, he look, to his credit, we and hey, I, I know I've kind of um, talked about guys overworking at certain points in time, and maybe that's what caused their bodies to break down. But, man, he's the antithesis of that because uh, – Lord have mercy. I mean, I, I don't ever remember him being injured at all. But, you know, it looks like he was just blessed with uh, great flexibility because he could always do, kick the, you know, the like the like him and Sam Sneed had that ability. Sam Sneed, Could too. kick a door, you know, uh, the top of a door frame, you know, the, yeah. a high kick and stuff. And um, Yeah. But, yeah, so, uh, he, was, he was definitely the pioneer in, in, in fitness because when – you know, while Jack Nicholas and, and, you know, Arnold Palmer and those guys were hitting the bar after the He's round. already lived Arnold Palmer. I think he's going to outlive Jack, to tell you the truth. Yeah. God knows how long you'll live because, you know, being a, not just a fitness nut, but he eats right and, you know, right. takes care of his body, obviously, where we know Jack doesn't that well. But No, Jack didn't look too good the last uh, <laughs> couple times I saw him. But, um, but no, that's, uh, that is, you know – and, and, you know, how generous of him to do that, number one, but also to take the time out to actually respond to Theo's email. Yeah, you know, really. I sure hope Theo prints that out and frames it and puts That's it uh, yeah. in his office, you know. What, what a great uh, recruiting tool, you know, to, yeah. to have that in your stable there. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I mean, uh, yeah. And, I, you know, I do think, I mean, and this is, I'm not, I'm not trying to, to you know, um, I don't know, but, but, but anyway, he prays, but, but, 
I think Gary Player would be so impressed with Theo's philosophy. When you quoted what he what he's yeah. looks for yeah. in a university or expects yeah. them to be. That's My, body, mind, and soul. Yeah, and that's exactly what, what Theo, you know, his philosophy is. He's talking about is. all the co- – he says, I admire your university coaches. Yeah, like, but not, not all of them have Not that. all of them, but, but I tell you what, Bob Marlin's one. Oh, he, yeah, he no. He and Theodore go to prayer groups together. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying that. But, you know, some of them are just about winning. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, you know, all about the, the, the recruiting and the pipeline and this, that, and the other. Uh, but others realize that – 90 plus percent of your your players whether they be football baseball golf i mean it doesn't matter they'll never play at a professional level you know they, right. they they're elite enough to play college but you know you have to instill in them the values to make them successful in life when they graduate you know mm-hmm. and um and so that's what i you know admire about about bill's philosophy and and what he's tried to do um, and look, I know he's made some hard decisions over the year. He has had to oh, kick yeah. some kids off the team yeah, that he probably didn't want to, you know, do that to because of you know violations and infractions, and and um, and and maybe gave some kids playing time that wouldn't have ordinarily got it because they did the right things, you know. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, that'll do it for our local stuff, and then uh, we'll be back on the other side to talk about uh, what went on in the national golf scene, so stay tuned. Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tea time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. We have a new player on the field and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. Tesh Matters, 10 to 1, on New Iberia's home for the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane, 107.5. And welcome back to Chip Shots with Boxcore and Teddy from Kane Radio. 
We're going to be talking about uh, Pebble Beach, the iconic Pebble Beach AT&T Pro-Am, which uh, it's losing its luster, Boxcar. Ooh, big time. <laughs> but, no, really, congratulations to Justin Rose. Oh, yeah. yeah 42 years old. He, uh, he picked up his, uh, what, his 11th victory. And uh, it's been a long time since he's won. He's recommitted himself to playing well. And uh, he, uh, he did well to beat out by three shots. Brandon Wu and Brandon Todd. And, uh, yeah, it, um, it, it just was a hard, you know, I tried to watch some of it. But, man, with the weather the way it was and the, the delays and, you know, every, the late starts and uh, having to have a Monday finish, it was just a... Um, you know, bad bad week for uh, for them, I guess. Um, but hey, you know, if if anybody's going to win, because you know, I, I, we, as we've talked about, the field itself over the years has really gotten pretty weak. You know, you saw mm-hmm. you saw pros playing in there that normally wouldn't um, wouldn't you know be playing in a, a PGA event really, because um, so many opt out. But five days to to get in the four rounds and. Uh, a lot of rain in between, just um, just just kind of a mess. So, but yeah, ju- I mean, if you if you're gonna have a champion, Justin Rose would have been the guy you would have wanted to pick uh, out of the the guys on that on that leaderboard, you know. And and uh, he, he's a guy, you know, I've always liked him. I mean, he's just a likable guy, number mm-hmm. one. Um, but I always thought he just had a just a gorgeous golf swing and yeah. maybe he just didn't quite get enough I, I mean i know he's a major champion and everything I, I and i look 11 wins is nothing to sneeze at right right but i just felt like he could have won more i don't know you know um and maybe it was the fact that back then he was splitting a lot of time between the european tour and, be. and the pga tour but that swing man that, it's just one of the to me it's one of the top five in the modern era you know i love his swing too along with uh you know another guy that's up in age and trying to re- resurface his game adam scott i love both of those guys yeah yeah swings, yeah they, they, they i look at them real similar you know and yeah, exactly and, but, they, they are you know, similar i think adam scott's only drawback was that he he just was such a bad putter yeah. you know and i mean the long putter i guess you know helped saved him, him saved him <laughs> yeah. you know but um, this was amazing to me, though. Uh, you said he was from Europe. Of course, he's an Englishman, Justin Rose. But no European has ever won the uh, the AT and T, which was used, hmm. used to be called the Bing Crosby National Pro Am. Yeah, that's hard to believe, right? I, I mean, no, no foreigner, I mean, yeah. no European player. Period. You know? Yeah. Wow. Huh? That is amazing. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and then, and then the team, of course, it's a pro am, right? So uh, the, the the amateurs, which is. You know, one of the, the negative things, the reason uh, yeah. the other players don't want to play so much because it takes so long, and they played on three different courses, Pebble Beach, Monterey Peninsula, and Spyglass. But uh, winning the Pro-Am uh, event was uh, professional Ben Silverman along with Green Bay Packer quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. 26 <laughs> under par for 54 holes. Yeah, and, and I tell you what, there were a lot of people that were just a little bit upset uh, including a PGA Tour uh, member, uh, Keith Mitchell. And he was legitimately upset in uh, talking to the press after he called uh, Aaron Rodgers handicap crap. Um, Aaron Rodgers is a three handicap back at uh, his home club um, in Wisconsin at the Green Bay Country Club. But he uh, played with a 10 handicap. And... Uh, the um, they they just they killed the field you know they they obliterated them and um, 
Uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers said he'd only played one round since training camp. Um, <laughs> but uh, And he, he said that was last Monday at Sherwood Country Club, and he shot an 86. Oh, but wow. uh, suddenly he said something clicked at Spyglass on Thursday, <laughs> and uh, and uh, he showed out. And I, I think what it, what it, he just got tired of getting whipped by um, – it was Larry Fitzgerald was the guy that was kind of posting the bogus handicaps, and he had won a – um, maybe two times uh, the pro am. It, so it's funny how these football players are such good golfers. You know, uh, Josh Allen was, was oh, in yeah. there, and yeah. a lot of those guys. You know, in fact, Josh Allen withdrew from the Pro Bowl, which you know I get it because it just was a flag football game this year. But he cited an injury that his you know shoulder uh, injury, but he played in the, in the golf tournament. <laughs> you know? it's like, so it's pretty obvious where his, uh, his, where his priorities were. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, but it, you know, it, it's, it's fun to see those guys, ha- you know, out there having fun, but, um, but yeah, uh, they, they, they have some yeah, ideas, you know, you know, about how to resurrect it or, you know, get back its luster is, well, you know, like this week coming up is the Waste Management Phoenix Open and it's now a designated, uh, event, which means this year, you know, right. they, since, since Liv came up in, on the scene, the PGA Tour has stepped up its ante, and they have increased purses in certain tournaments. So this designated tournament, the Waste Management, is, is going to be a, a, a higher-paying tournament. So a lot of players are going to be playing in that. So they're thinking, maybe why not do that for the Pebble Beach Pro-Am at some juncture? Because they're going to alternate around the different, you know, tournaments yeah. that, that get this elevated purse so uh which you know of course is going to enhance players to come like rory and john rom along with 22 of the top 25 players in the world are going to be playing in in phoenix you know and they wouldn't mm-hmm. ordinarily be doing that so that that's going to be uh you know i'm being super bowl weekend right there in phoenix uh the the super bowl is like 30 miles away from where this right. tournament's being played so that's going to be kind of kind of exciting in itself you know yeah it's just uh I don't know. It's, it's something about the time of the year. It seems like they have a, a lot of. The hell we say it doesn't rain, you know, in Southern California, but but Victor, you got mail. <laughs> just telling Victor he's got mail. Okay, he's not too interested in it. <laughs> it's just some bills, Vic. Don't don't get it. No alcohol. Sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, the, the, it seems like they always have weather problems there, whether it's fog delays or you know these. These rounds just turn into a, a long grind, and, and uh, a lot of the guys just it, – it, it's, it's just tough, you know. That, it, that, that's, that's the thing. Six-hour rounds of golf, the, the pros don't want to do that. No. Plus, you throw in the weather factor. Like, you know, it was, it was uh, postponed because of high winds. Right. You know, I mean – It's just on. a bad – you know, It's bad, yeah. Bad time of the year to have – you know, if you could have that same event there in September, August of September, you know uh, – it would be probably beautiful, but you know, obviously they try to do it because of the, the, you know, they, they have the West Coast swing and you yeah, know, right. You're coming from Hawaii, you know, you right. just, makes sense. logistically it makes sense. But, mm-hmm. but as far as the, the participation, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't expect it to get to get whole, back. Yeah, because it used to be really popular oh way back God, in the day, man. You know, but you, but like we said, the tour back then was just a whole different, you know. You yeah. had the, the Bob Hope, the Bing Crosby, the um, – didn't you have another us three celebrity thing or well, was it just two? Uh, I'm not sure. Probably. I thought there was one other. But maybe it was just because I saw the same guys 
yeah, always yeah. played. You know, like you know, Frank Sinatra and all those guys, always the celebrities, always participated. Yeah, Phil Rogers, all the yeah, uh, those guys. But, uh, it was a big deal. Yeah, but anyway, and and the, the third thing that that they don't like is the, the greens are small and 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 they're poana. Yeah, so they get bumpy because they're well, so small and there's a lot yeah. of foot traffic. And we talked about that last week. That Tiger would always use that as his excuse yeah. that he want, didn't want to mess up his putting stroke, you know, to get ready for Augusta. Um, and I guess in all fairness, we, we said, well, yeah, he won the the U.S. Open by 15 shots over there. <laughs> yeah. But that that was at a you know later in the year when the greens are totally totally different than, than Poana. I mean, yeah. we, we know over here oh, we don't have Poana greens, but we have Poana on the greens. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and, definitely. And you know how bad that messes up the putting up, you know, so I can only imagine. Uh, but it was pretty – you know, I did watch one fun event. I think it was uh, Saturday. Um, it, so it must have been taped already because uh, I was watching it at, when I was at the gym. Um, but it was the um, the million-dollar – the hole-in-one contest for charity, and they had different, you know uh, – what they did was had five pods of golfers, and it was four each. And they all just went up, and they were hitting this on that tag, really short, you know, par three, whatever Five's it is. Um, and uh, um, so one go- golfer from each pod advanced, so that the final five. And then the guy who won, I never had heard of him, honestly. But uh, A lot I, of guys out there. That I tell you what, names. he has some, pretty, some really pretty golf swings. And then mm-hmm. this guy, the first time around, he hit it. Five feet three inches, and the second time he hit it five feet even. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so you know, very very good shots, and um, I think uh, it was a three hundred thousand dollar donation to to his uh, charity. You know, so uh, but but it was you know it it was again fun to watch them having fun, and kind of like the, the 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 you know the Pro Bowl this this week was totally different for the NFL and. The guys had fun, you know, they, and, and it's good to see some of these players out there having fun as well. Sure. Um, and one other peculiar thing about that tournament is, you know, like, like I talked about earlier, it's played on three different golf courses, you know, uh, and, uh, and then they do a cut, okay? Yeah. But, it's, but, we, it's uh, sort of it, they lift, cleaned, in place in anticipation of the rain. Yeah. So that didn't make, <laughs> that that didn't make, make sense. sense at all. Huh? No. And, 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 you know, we've talked about that too, I know, in the past is that, it it really gets down to luck of the draw when it comes to that because you could be having heck I mean at Pebble Beach you could even have rain on one nine and not on the other you know but but the conditions could be totally different at Spyglass or Monterey than than the other ones you know so where are you playing on what day makes a tremendous amount of difference you know mm-hmm. I know the final round everybody you know starts equally, but you might have gotten bad draws before that and, and as a result, been behind. But, hey, look, in the wash, I mean, Justin Rose overcame the elements, and, and again, congratulations uh, to him for doing no, no that. No question. Okay, so this week's the Waste Management, <coughs> and uh, they're touting Rory versus Rom, number one and three ranked in the world. Listen to these stats on these two players over the last uh, – Let's see, it says uh, they both, well, Rory has three wins, Brom has four wins. Eight top tens, eight top tens. <laughs> Average finish, 3.1, 3.1. This is over the last eight to ten tournaments, I think. So that's pretty close, you know. Oh, last yeah. year in the majors, uh, Rory had top eight in all four Rom no top ten, so that's the difference oh, right wow. there. Hmm. Yeah, while Rory's now number one. 
I didn't. But, I didn't uh, realize Drum didn't have any top tens in the majors. Man, no top tens last uh, year. Pretty. Uh, that is yeah. pretty sh- shocking. Yep. Um, so the World Golf Ranking started in 1986. That's amazing. Huh? It's not. You know, it seems like it's been forever. Yeah, because uh-huh. I mean, what did they do before that? They just, <laughs> right. You know, they voted on it. <laughs> I mean, no, it was actually the money list, wasn't it? Money list. Yeah, probably. it yeah. was. Yeah. 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 So yeah, you won that that list one year. I was two hundred and fifty. There you go, man. Two hundred fiftieth ranked player in the world. Yeah, I'm gonna that show was, you that. I got a copy of it right there. I'll oh, show you man. that. You shouldn't have cashed that check. You should have. <laughs> You should have kept seven hundred dollar check. Oh, I was, yeah, I guess you. Yeah, you'd have cashed. <laughs> you cash it today, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I don't know what else you have, but I mean, I have a little some uh, tidbit stuff. Little, little uh, intel information coming out of Augusta National Golf Course. Uh, there was speculation before, but Augusta finally made it official after many years of speculation. The thirteenth hole has been changed. And the iconic par five is going to play significantly longer uh, this April. Um, ahead of the 2023 Masters, the club released its annual media guide uh, today, which confirmed the change to Azalea. The hole's yardage has been increased by 35 yards, up to 545 from 510 uh, last year. And the uh, added distance came from moving the tee back, and it uh, should make the uh, course's easiest hole play a lot more difficult. So, um, you know, now the Masters golf course is playing at a, a pretty hefty 7,545 yards. And, uh, Ted, you, you remember back in the the 90s or before the, the Tiger dominance, I I would say Augusta was playing, what, you think, maybe maybe 71? Something like that. 7,071, you know, somewhere around there. And now it's at 7,545. But, but you see box score, that's misleading. Let me tell you why. Hole number 10 and hole number 13, oh, the old hole 13, before, uh-huh. before they added this, were both 485 yards long. Mm-hmm. But 10's a par 4 and 13's a par 5. So, like... It depends on if it's going downhill or, or uphill. uphill you yeah, know? yeah. T- number 10, going downhill, they, they're hitting arms into the green. 485 yards, they're hitting, like, if they hit, hit it a nice draw, yeah. they're they hitting, like, medium arms, short arms into the, to the green there. But 10, 10's also an extremely difficult hole. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, because it's a par the four, par, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, but, I mean, because it also has, it has a pond on the left, right? That, that, uh, yeah, yeah. You, yeah know, right. that, that, you know, I mean, because I remember – Somebody losing a playoff. No, no, that's 11. Oh, that's 10 11? has no pawn. 11, oh. 11 is the hardest hole in the course. It has okay, a pawn, right. yeah. But, but um, I mean, the yardage thing, I, I'm anxious to see how that pans out if it, if it really has an effect on, on that hole, number 13. Well, I mean, it, it, it could stop some guys from getting there in two. I, I, I don't know, you know. I mean, yeah, we'll or see. if you get there, I mean, you know, it, it, 35 no. yards is 35 yards. Yeah. I mean, so if you were hitting, <laughs> let's just say, you were hitting five iron or four, and now you have to hit three or four iron. Mm-hmm. It's a little different, you know. I mean, it, it's a little less margin for error. Oh, oh, they got aggravated with Tiger when he oh. first played it. He had a wedge into that hole. Yeah, no, you he. Know? Uh, I mean, he he uh, he, he brought changed. them to their knees. Well, and and, and uh, there was a, a lot of golfers on the tour at that time that didn't appre- that probably didn't appreciate it because he you know he was just again in a in a. A different world. Not, not to say that there wasn't guys that could hit it as long as he could, but they couldn't hit it as long and as straight oh, no. as he right. could, you know. And, um, and, and, man, when they did that, they took a lot of guys out of the mix as far as being able to, 
to actually compete at Augusta. You know, um, I mean, it's one thing to have the course knowledge and, and the green and the putting and all that, and that's <laughs> that's fantastic. But you still you still got to be able to to take advantage of those par fives and, oh, yeah, and uh, make make the birdies when you can. Yeah, I remember when Ray Floyd won in nineteen seventy six. He, that's when the five wood first came out, and he implemented it into his uh, arsenal there, and that's what won him because he be able he was able to hit the par fives in two with a five wood, in other words, get enough elevation because uh, elevate, yeah. they were using one irons and yeah. and less lofted clubs, and and then they invented this thing and came up with it. Not that it wasn't you know in fact before, but. It, it helped him win the tournament because yeah. he played the par fives miraculously, you know, because he could get there in two. Yeah, play, player, yeah players um, um, back then, I mean, they, they didn't, they didn't re- really like the idea of, of um, you know, like you said, five woods or, I mean, you wouldn't have seen a seven wood or any, anything like that. The mm-hmm. hybrid hadn't been invented yet, you know, but, um, but certainly I remember um, – him and then Fred Couples was also one of the first guys I think to to use a five wood. Wasn't he the one that used the ladies or was it a three wood? The, um, it was a ladies either three or five wood that he got out of the trunk of <laughs> of another story. of another player. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he used that thing and win a couple of majors. Man, um, I, I'm enough. pretty sure it was a five wood too. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. All right, a uh, couple other things. Uh, we got about five minutes left. How about uh, the Swoken Bridge? You talk yeah, about that? yeah, you can talk about that. Yeah. I was just going to say Jackie Burke Jr. Okay, the oldest mass since we're talking about the master. Uh. Jackie Burke Jr., the the founder of Champions Golf Club, is the oldest living Masters champion. He's going to be a hundred years old this week. Oh wow, a yep. hundred! Congratulations, yep. Jackie Damn. Burke Jr. Hmm. He won in 1956. He won the Masters. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, changes to Augusta National and now changes to another iconic uh, major uh, hosting golf course in St. Andrews. Uh, They've yielded to critics and are going to remove the stonework around the famed Swilkin Bridge. Um, So I've never had the chance to to play out there, Teddy. So uh, what what, what were these so-called stone patios at either end of the bridge? Uh, What, what, you know, what were they like in yeah, it's just it's like like cobblestone, it. you know. That that bridge was there way way before the golf course was. Okay, so uh-huh. it's it's a it's a landmark of, uh, of like during the Roman Empire when they uh, were in control of, the, of that part of the uh, the country of Scotland. But um, I think they're going to remove it because they got a lot of backlash from it. You know that whatever they put on top, they're going to they're going to remove it and put back the turf. You know, so hmm. okay, it's uh. It, it it goes to show you how much, you know, yes. historical things back then are really old. Okay, United States is right, a right. baby compared to what's what's ancient over there, and uh, they they don't want to disrupt. And that. It's how important tradition is to those guys. Exactly, you know? That's, it's everything. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, they you look. I mean, if they if if the the, the R and A were talking about changing holes and lengthening things and mm-hmm. oh man you'd have an uproar in <laughs> in europe you know Precisely. uh it would be incredible you know um yeah they they definitely have a different um uh, you know I, i'm not just i'm not trying to say americans don't appreciate golf but their their appreciation for it and the history of it i think runs a lot deeper than than ours it, it's totally different now imagine box score if any golf course you know in Say California weather, weather's always nice. Would close on a Sunday. That would be like right, right, yeah, sacrilegious. Well, uh, you know, 
St. Andrews becomes a park. People roll, walk around on the greens, everything, you know, on a Sunday, having a, having a picnic or whatever, you know. I mean, I don't know if they walk on the green so much, but because uh, there is that respect that they have for the golf course, but it's it's not open for golf on Sundays. Amazing, wow. yeah, amazing. <laughs> that floored yeah. me, you know. I mean, I, of all the things I, I, I saw and felt over there, that's the one that really got me. Yeah. Um, one other thing, uh, uh, since we're talking about Houston and uh, Jackie Burke, the uh, the uh, world. Golf Championship match play tournament in Austin, Texas, is uh, looks like it's going to be defunct after uh, after this year, mm. and the play is that Houston gets its spot on the calendar, which is in the spring. So uh, mm. that might be pretty interesting. I think the Houston's owner, Houston Astros owner Jim Crane, has a lot to do with that, and uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, once, he- once again, th- if they get that elevated <coughs> money, they issue in. Yeah, that Houston spot used to be kind of the tune-up for the Masters because they exactly. they would um, they said the greens are very similar to the Masters greens and and um, but um, yeah that's but it's you know kind of a shame I mean that you know that match play it was kind of a different thing too you know yeah it I went mean, back to the old the old way of golf where there was match play but they they screwed it up when they went to the pod thing because I, I don't know why they did it because the TV and all that they didn't want to you know see the number one player in the world get knocked out in the first round. But that's what match play is. I mean, the NCAA tournament, that's what, that's what, that's how you do things, you know, and, uh, yeah, I mean, they went back to that NCAA went back to, uh, you have a metal play tournament where they establish an individual champion and they go into match play. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I don't know, but, but anyway, it is what it is. I mean, and, and every tournament has to do its best for them. The PGA tour has to try to figure out, you know, how they can survive and, um, heck, no, I mean, no question. you know, we, we, we see it right here on the, on the Corn Ferry Tour. We, we, we couldn't support it, and we lost that tournament, you know. So Exactly. All right, well, stay tuned. We got the CHS Coaches Show with Coach Desimo, along with the voice of the Panthers, Tony Landry, coming up after the news. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Kane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. The GolfBalls.com Retail Center is now open and better than ever. Stop by our newly renovated store to shop the latest in golf balls, clubs, and apparel from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, and Under Armour. Check out our new state-of-the-art golf simulator and demo the hottest irons, drivers, and putters. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, GolfBalls.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at GolfBalls.com. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. 
Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. 